morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our next movie review and spoiler cast in the GMGU. If you didn't already know, this is the Good Morning Guys podcast. And this morning, we are talking about the next installment of the MCU, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And we are so thankful, joiners, that you are joining us on this fine morning, after an evening or night, as we discuss the movies we love to watch and the stories that inspire and amaze us. I am your host tonight, the Brasilia Wakandaneer and Transition Panther, Lucas Ham Swisher. Next to me, the judge, the jury, and executioner of surface dwellers and, uh, and mermaid, merfolk alike. I totally screwed that up. Merfolk alike, Patrick Novacell. Uh, yeah. Hello. How's it going? Good mm. evening. Good morning. Hi. Afternoon or night. Yeah. To you too. And our last member present tonight of the GMG Quadfecta, who's got Chala T'Challa in his heart, vibranium on his brain, and Bully Jolioff rice and Zobo pudding in his old stomacho. Mark Boucher. Did they mention that in the movie? <laughs> they or definitely was- did. That's actually Nigerian dishes, but I looked up uh, online that that's the most equivalent to Wakanda okay. dishes, so <laughs> I just went with it. I was like, I don't remember that at all. They don't have Molokatani soup, so I went with some different dishes that's just for fair. you. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Even if it's a lie. Ipambe! Ipambe! All right, uh, guys and gals, let's uh, get into the spoiler-free review and rating of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, the sequel to the the hit back in the day that I don't remember the year that it happened, but it was, it was a year. 2017? That's what I thought, 2017. Maybe. That's yeah. what I would have said. We're going to go with it because I did not do my homework because I'm a lazy bum. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Patrick. Yes. Give us a spoiler-free review. Give us your thoughts. Give us a rating that displays the emotion and the feelings and the, the thoughts you have about oh, this movie. Spoiler free. Uh, the Do pacing was slow. Uh, the, the way that they, I mean, we all know what happened to Chadwick Boseman, um, mm, yes. but the way that they, um, the way that they handled this, handled it um, in the movie was very tasteful. Um, mm. I really, I really liked how they did that. Um, just some of the decisions that were made in this. Um, it seemed like I was, I was like, man, is this over yet? Like I was kind of, I'm, I, I didn't, I mean, it was like what, two hours and 40 minutes or something like that. I'm like, man, I wish this was more like two hours and 10 minutes. Like this is, there's just a lot of stuff. I was just ready for it to be done. However, there were some very, very powerful, very awesome, very, very good acting um, scenes. Um, there was a lot of set pieces. There was a lot of you know big moments that were that were really exciting. But also on the flip side, uh, I didn't know why they were happening. Um, not not mm. being not. I didn't know why they were happening. I didn't know. I just didn't know why they chose to do that. And I'll get into that when we get into um, the spoiler. Uh, part of it um but yeah i mean this was a this was a marvel movie i enjoyed it i mean it's marvel i really enjoy everything marvel um but it wasn't i was this is more of a middle of the road marvel movie for me um okay and the rating i give is a seven out of ten seven out of ten what Uh, seven out of ten ankle feathers dang it (laughs) 
I knew you're, you know what? That my rating's slightly different, but you're on the right trail. I like that. Okay. I take back my dang it and mm. I say, I like that. Ankle feathers. Mm. All right. All right. Marcus, let's hear it. Spoiler free rating. What you got? Um, so I thought this was a very, very fitting tribute to, to Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. His presence is felt even, you know, even though he's pretty much, you know, they've got like flashbacks to him on screen, like maybe once or twice. Um, otherwise, his presence is felt even when not on the screen, on the actual screen throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, just the weight of it. Um, you know, it was very, very fitting tribute. Um, I I liked um I liked the the I guess if you could call him a villain uh in in Namor. Um I liked the way that, that was that, that was used. It wasn't the typical like based off the trailer, I think, and no spoilers, we can call him the villain. Yeah. He wasn't like the, you know, mustache twiddling you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm out to get Dr. you type of plan. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think his his antagonism fit the story well. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, I I liked the overall themes of this movie, so I'm gonna give this one uh, nine 3D printed heart shaped heart shaped herbs out of ten. All right. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. With this, with this second installment of Black Panther, I enjoyed the film as I, as I pretty much do every Marvel movie, mm-hmm. uh, property, TV show. I sit down. It's a spectacle. They hit me in the feels. They, they craft a good story. They've, they've, to this point, I feel like, they they're past the point of uh at least in the movies i i might be misquoting myself but i feel like they've passed the point of making bad villains like i feel like every villain they make since they've gotten past the dark elves in uh dark world they make quality villains um and this one was no different this was a good villain uh in the form of you know mermaid people um that, that people know from the trailer so it's not spoilers um but I have to say that I I agree with Patrick in terms of some of the decisions like I mentally was going one way, thought this totally fits, makes sense. And then they go the opposite direction. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm going to accept it. And I see why you went that direction, but I didn't always like it. Um, However, popping back, the connections to Chadwick Boseman, the the ways they honored his memory um, gave me very much Paul Walker Fast and Furious vibes, and mm. I I loved that about it. Like it really, even though he's no longer with us, actor, character, etc., I still feel him, like mm-hmm. you said, present in the film, and uh, and I feel like his presence is going to continue beyond for reasons we'll get into later. Um, so. Uh, I did really enjoy this film, but it is not, it's not my favorite film this year of the films we've watched. Um, it, I, I like Black Panther one better still. Black but Panther I, one was, I mean, a solid movie. It was a solid movie. This one's good too, but it, yeah, again, it was definitely bloated. 
Um, so I give it also seven out of 10 winged flappy feet is what I'm going to give it so, <laughs> just to okay. distinguish itself from okay. the ankle, ankle feathers, which they were. <laughs> ankle feathers, ankle feathers. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get, we give it a group average of around eight, 7.75. So yeah, uh, not, a, it's not a bad, not a bad no, score. Not bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, man. So yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. So with that, let's get into spoilers. Uh, let's kind of just, you know, try to walk through the movie. Okay. Uh, some parts are going to go quicker than others. If you have not watched this movie, um, we're going to try to walk you through the story and hit on our parts we liked and didn't like or whatever. But really the best experience, pause this, go to the theater, go to Nova Cell now, whatever you got to do, watch it, and then come back because you really get more out of it when you've seen it. But sure. If you want to Wikipedia this and just join us for the ride regardless and then see how it, you know, changes your viewing of it. I don't know. Maybe we'll help. Maybe we'll hurt the way you view this in the future. I don't know, but we'll find out. Yeah. So uh, they jump. So at the beginning, um, before we get into the actual uh, plot of it, I just want to say that this opening, what is it? It's not the opening crawl. Like when they show the Marvel Studios. Yes. Silence. With everything being Chadwick Boseman, wow! You could hear a pin drop in the theater. Like it yeah, was no, nobody was doing anything. No, in the theater throughout the rest of the movie, people are like cheering, clapping, excited. But during this opening, it was whisper quiet. The only thing that really made me mad was during our our uh, viewing of it. Like, yeah, it was it was pretty much dead quiet, with the exception of some idiot fumbling around with their popcorn bag. Oh my gosh! It was like, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, dead silence. But yeah, yeah. it was just incredible. Like just the silence. It was like a. They didn't have to say, "Let's have a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman, the real yeah. person." I just felt it in that moment. Yeah, and and felt even inclined just to pray for his family, like and be thankful for you know this movie is partially a celebration of his life. So, uh, and and what he means because like. That's one of the things that I liked about it as I felt like the movie encapsulated, you could tell the actors and actresses were, they were, they were speaking for the real Chadwick Boseman. They were speaking for themselves. They mirrored, he mirrored so much his character in terms of being a hero, in terms of being inspiring to others. And you could see that in this film. And I really, no one can ever take that away from this film. That is, that is beautiful. Like yeah. I really, I really like that about the film. So uh, with that, they jump in uh, with uh, T'Challa being sick and then dying from a disease. They don't name the disease. They just, he has a disease. Mm-hmm. Shuri doesn't go to his side. She's working uh, to, to save him by synthetically creating the heart-shaped herb that they use to you know make the Black Panther. And uh, she fails and he dies. And um, it's a tough... It's a tough way to open the movie for sure, for sure. What did you guys think of this opening, this opening scene, Patrick? I thought I thought it was like like I said before, very tasteful, tastefully done. I like how they it's yes, it's Black Panther, but it's it's really a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Um, so this was a very very emotional 
beginning because when Sherry, when she's, she's scrambling, she's yelling and she's trying to get faster and she gets like 51% of confidence rate or whatever it was. And she's like, that's gotta be good enough. And then she's walks, she's about to, uh, run to go give it to, um, black Panther and her, yeah. mo- her mom just comes, it comes out and says it's you over. Tell. And yeah. it was just, yeah. And from, from then on, it gets very emotional beginning. And I thought that was a, a very appropriate way to do it. Um, I don't like, I, I, I was thinking like, man, could they have done something different? Um, but I think, I think, no, I think that was really well yeah. done. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And, um, I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself uh, uh, of us here, what we're talking about, but like Angela Bassett in mm. this movie is Ramona. Yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh, Rwanda like, is that her name? Ramonda. Ramonda. Love you, Ramonda. Ramonda. Yeah, she was oh, like, when I was when I was talking her. about powerful scenes, like her that powerful scene when she's in that courtroom, amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she did. Uh, she had multiple moments where she carried like the moment and she like did. just totally, just totally put all of her heart, all of her soul, uh, into what she was saying and doing. And yeah, it was powerful for sure. Yeah, um, and and I mean the visuals in this. Um, you know, obviously the whole scene where they're having the funeral for T'Challa, and um, you know, they're basically parading down the street and everything. And preparing for his uh for his casket to be taken off by the ship yeah and and shuri has to like double back and and just she just breaks down on the on the on the casket like yeah mm. powerful stuff yeah yeah for sure and i you know i i think mirroring real life to this movie or mirroring the the movie to real life you know having t'challa die of a disease I, I, I did not imagine they would do that. Honestly, I, I didn't know what they would do. I was like, yeah. are they going to have someone like, like do like a, he's in a suit and like they have just someone in the suit since you don't see him, you can just have him like, you know, being a hero and then dying, being a hero or yeah. whatever. And, and they just mirrored real life. And I, and I thought that was a tasteful way to do it. Um, so I, I thought that was a good choice on their part. Um, in terms of the story from there, we go to a year later, Wakanda's under pressure to share the vibranium. Everybody else is angry because they won't share. Uh, they try to steal it from them. We have, uh, you know, a very powerful courtroom scene, like you talked about, Patrick, where it's yeah. clear it's us versus them. You know, the, it's, you know, France and the U.S. is leading the discussion and then also being exposed for being not hypocrites, but, but almost like they're, they're being fake because they're, like, it's not nice. You won't share with us. And then behind the scenes, they're trying to steal and kill and get what they want. So yep. that was a, uh, definitely setting up the, the struggle that Wakanda is, is having and will have in the future. Um, from there, they go to a site in the movie where they expose vibranium that's outside of Wakanda, which apparently in this universe and in this time is the first time that vibranium has been found outside of Wakanda. And it's from there that they reveal uh, the Mer people, and we we don't know anything about them at this point. They attack the the CIA U.S. Navy SEAL team. 
uh, and they they show a few different power sets, such as being like sirens and convincing people to just jump off to their deaths into the water, and then also being able to. I think they do. They show the water bombs at this point. I don't remember. Uh, um, I don't think so. Which I don't know. I think they just show that they're really tough, and uh, like they show someone who can grab a helicopter out at, at midair. At this point, we don't really know very much, but so they have that part uh, going on. Did you guys have any thoughts about the opening reveal of the Mer people uh, of the kind of the terror buildup for oh, these are powerful enemies, that kind of stuff? I thought though, I thought I was watching Avatar. <laughs> that's it true would. i didn't think about that we did have an avatar trailer at right before that's yeah. true panther so that's a my, good, call. Uh, good call yeah my buddy was uh he, uh we watched it with my buddy he uh leans over and he's like avatar forever <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious yeah i mean it, it was pretty cool scene to watch obviously like it's kind of jacked up that they immediately decided like it's the wakandans like yeah i thought that was a little weird like yeah yeah. and i guess it's because they didn't have any real eyewitnesses yeah correct because they took out everybody on that on that ship so i guess it makes sense but at the same time it's like come on guys let's just blame the wakandans the wakandans for everything so yeah they blame the the wakandans in the process of this at the same time, uh, Ramonda and Shuri kind of go to get a little away from everything. Uh, it's been a year since uh, T'Challa died. T'Challa died and they're mourning. They're supposed to burn their funeral clothes. Uh, Shuri refuses to burn hers. And when they're in the middle of kind of arguing, uh, Namor pops up and they introduce him. And he's got, you know, ankle feathers as uh-huh. patrick said yeah. and he's speaking with a little bit of a hispanic accent a little spanish accent and uh has little pointy elf ears and is quite the sight to behold this is the introduction to namor now i did not personally know much about namor outside of marvel ultimate alliance that is my only connection to namor if you remember in ultimate alliance you do go to the underwater place is it called atlantis in marvel ultimate alliance do you remember Patrick? I think it is. no i don't know yeah. I, I don't remember right but they don't call it atlantis in is that i don't know if that's because i don't know why that is they don't they give it another name taka talokan talokan yeah they give it a different name but uh yeah what did you guys think of the intro to namor his uh threat to deliver the scientist that invented the vibranium detector or they would attack wakanda yeah, I mean it's pretty pretty jacked up that they were able to basically, um, you know, pass all of Wakanda's defenses. So that tells you right away that they're formidable opponents. But uh, you know, they don't start out as like, you know, straight up we're gonna blow your stuff up. It's like, listen, we need we have a common goal here. If you help us, then you know all good but if not it's it's big trouble for you guys yeah but you know um it's it's interesting because like i said he's not he's a namor is a villain but he's not like a straight up villain um you know right in the comics yeah. yeah um and and even here like he's just he's got his his 
people's interest in in mind and is not yeah. just looking to you know uh just terrorize everybody now granted he has this plot to want to destroy all the surface dwellers right um once he yeah he has some baggage and you yeah. know skipping ahead a little bit when he shares his backstory i i will say that i found the backstory to be unique interesting i think it's cool that there are different people groups that have been impacted by vibranium i don't know if in the is it, mark you can answer this maybe but in the comics does vibranium have this effect where it affects plant life in a way where it gives people powers or is that an mcu thing i thought it was cool i like how they they eat the vibranium flower near the water and it gives them mer people powers um but I want to yeah. say that that's an MCU thing. Yeah, it feels like it is because I don't remember ever seeing that in comic book lore. Yeah, I would have to double check on that, but from from what I understand, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I I I think I think it's part of building the character, giving some empathy. Like in the movie, you know, he he's born of a of a woman who was a just a normal human being, a part of the the Mayans. The Mayan Empire, um, and they they eat these plants or drink the plants, and she's pregnant. He comes out. He's half mer, half man. Best of both worlds. He can breathe out of the water, in the water. He's super strong. All that stuff. He's pretty much Aquaman in the Marvel universe. I don't know who came first. Do you guys know who came first? I'm always curious about these things. I want to say Aquaman came first. I would imagine he did, but yeah. So he's Marvel Aquaman, and. Uh, he seems, you know, he seems like a pretty intense, pretty broken guy who's just angry at the world and wants the surface to burn. Um, yeah. So uh, I will say, I don't know if this, this is one of the things that I got to the end and I was like, is it, it's like, was how much of a threat were they really to the surface? Because one, they can't go very far before they dry out. Two, outside of whales and belugas and fish and being really strong, they showed no technology advancements that I think they would be able to effectively use against the surface dwellers. So when they threaten the surface, I'm like, what are you guys going to do? Like, how are you going to hurt, you know, the Midwest where it's super, you know, like super inland and away from the water? Did you guys, what did you guys think of the, the threat to destroy the world, to destroy the surface dwellers? His, his whole approach to that, Patrick. You're kind of I mean, they were they were like thirty thousand feet under the sea. It was like, I mean, they even talk about it. It's like you got to wear this suit to get down here, otherwise the pressure of the water is just gonna break every bone in your body. So I'm like, and they don't even know how to get all the way down there. So really, how in the world are they even gonna find this place? Because they go through this like weird wind portal to actually get down there. So I'm like, dude, that was not a weird wind portal. That was the EAC. <laughs> righteous righteous come on finding Let's nemo see how anyone squirts does flying yeah, i mean like it's like who's 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 look I'm, i don't know i i thought it was just it was a weird plot a very thin plot uh for me on on, on that it's like and what are they like you said what are they gonna do in the surface dweller they're gonna, they're gonna throw these water balloons at people in the midwest <laughs> hey, like they're they're pretty powerful water balloons. Oh, I mean, they they gonna carry them like like in a big like sack all the way inland. Like I don't I don't know. I I think it was just uh I I didn't I didn't fo I couldn't follow it because I was like this just, just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. No, I didn't I didn't really think that far into it. Like 
I I feel like they're not going to travel all the way to the Midwest just to just to destroy stuff. Like I'm sure they're they well, if they're going to destroy all the surface I mean, dwellers. They're going to have to cover the Midwest, right? I mean, that's but my own point the is, shoreline? they're not going to have to travel to the Midwest. They probably have technology that just covers that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I thought was weird. Like I felt like they didn't do a good job as displaying that. It was just empty threats. Like we're going to destroy the surface with our water balloons. Be prepared. Oh no. I got wet clothes. (laughs) (laughs) You got my coat. What am I going to do? I'm all wet. (laughs) I got class in 15 minutes, but I can't go. <laughs> now I'm going to fail out. You've destroyed society because none of us can graduate. Well, obviously, like, the the big problem that, that you run into is that there is a device that locates vibranium. It's true. And it's true. like Wakanda, the, the people of Talokan have vibranium yeah so vibranium's everywhere now then yeah well apparently there there are actually two meteorites i believe that we know of yeah might be more right right yeah i I think in comics there's two different i think there's one there's one in antarctica where they're going to find a civilization of penguins that are totally souped up and massive the, the people that were in these big, enormous, like immovable suits, you think they're going to be able to have a an army of those immovable suits to get all the way down to where Namor and his tribe is? It's like oh. an army of the little brother yeah. from Christmas Story whose arms are out straight. <laughs> yeah, like, we're going to fight you! <laughs> I double dog dare you <laughs> to punch Namor with your, <laughs> your suit fist. Well, I feel like they'd be able to get you know, ships down there, not just armies of people in giant suits. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the army of giant suits. Yeah, I want to. I'm paying good money to see the army of suits. Um, Anywho, <laughs> you're gonna but, say something, Marcus. Uh, by the way, I was wrong. Namor came first. Oh wow! Oh, eat that, Aquaman! You fake. You're now you're the, you're the DC. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, old Aquaman's a DC Namor. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. Uh, speaking of that, I will say I thought the backstory, uh, going back to like his whole like wanting to destroy the surface, I get it. Like him observing what the the Spaniards and people did sure. to native people, totally get it. And he stewed on that for hundreds upon hundreds of years. It totally makes sense that he would be a maniac and be ready to destroy the surface. But it's still, I was like, how are you really going to, did you really think this through? Like, are you just going to fly on your little, you know, your little feather ankles and just blow up everything in the air? Dude, like, the- think about it. They're they're ocean dwellers. They have control over the oceans. Think about the type, if they had control over, like, waves and creating typhoons. And well, it's just things. they didn't demonstrate it, at least demonstrate yeah. something. And, yeah, and- I mean, that's fair. Give the uh, Wakandans a reason to be afraid. Sure. But I don't know. But anyways, back to the story of, you know, Namor. I liked his, I liked his, where his name came from, uh, without love, Namor. Namor. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a cool, I never knew, I don't know if that's accurate to the comics, but in the movie, I thought that was cool that they made that connection, that he was called Namor because he had no love. 
for anyone. So uh, I thought that was cool. Yeah, so, I, and I like villains with the backstory, with like a reason why why they're doing something like that. Right, and I, and it right. was very it was very personable. It was very mo- emotional uh, for him. And so I, you know, with you know, besides the stupid big huge bubble suit people going down, you know, I, I really enjoyed <laughs> uh, you know like his backstory. I I could I could relate to that. Tell you what, Mark, homework. I need you to re-download Battle Simulator. What's that? Mega Battle Simulator? Totally, totally accurate. accurate. Battle, battle yes. Simulator. And I need you to make two armies. One of the Namor, you know, the, the Talakon people fighting against the suit people. Like, and then just see what happens. I'll be sure to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bare enough. Bare enough. All right, uh, zapping over to the current times, what was going on. Uh, Shuri and Okoye find out from Everett Ross, Return of Bilbo Baggins, um, the CIA agent. Wait, his uh, name's Bilbo Baggins? That's not Bilbo, is it? (laughs) It's Bilbo from The Hobbit. He plays Bilbo in The Hobbit movie. Oh, okay, all right. The the abomination of movies that Peter Jackson made that I will not. Martin Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tells them who designed or where they can locate the, the person who designed the vibration, vibranium detector, which uh, is the reason that Namor is threatening Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we are introduced to Riri Williams, who is an MIT student, 19 years old, very young, comes out of nowhere and is a, just a genius mm-hmm. making all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, yeah. And then from there, they track her down. They try to extract her and take her back to Wakanda, but then a pursuit ensues. They have a little scuffle with the uh, with the with the water people, the the ta- avatar. What do I call them? The avatar people. Thank you. Yep. The avatar mm-hmm. people. The blue people. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought this was a really fun turn of events. Um, I I enjoyed the 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 back and forth between Okoye and Shuri about like her makeup and then uh, just that's just a different this is that they know each other and so they're gonna yeah. have these little small talk uh, mm-hmm. and then the fight like seeing Okoye get owned eventually by the very large blue man uh, not to be confused with the blue man group um, and I was that was confused. that was a scary moment I thought she was gonna get I thought they were gonna kill her like for a split second I was like no that's way a, I want to back up a little Okoye. bit what was, what was okay. her name Riri Riri, yep. yeah. Riri uh, when she when she's flying that Iron Man suit up in the yeah. air, and she's up there doing calculations of <laughs> when to hit this uh, this drone, so it yeah. blows up all these other cars, so that uh, Shuri and uh, Akoye, Akoye. Can, yeah, can can uh, keep driving. On uh, yeah, I thought that was awesome. I thought that, that was, was cool. Good. It kind of showed like how smart she is. She's like, yeah, yeah. The, the hypotenuse of the square root of the thingamajig. <laughs> if I get this, <laughs> if I hit the rotary girder of this uh, drone, it's going to take all these cars out. Yeah, it, was, it was a pretty seat. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. I will say the setup for the suit before, like she talked about how it took her months or this was a, like a lifelong project. And then it, it looked not that great. It was like an exoskeleton. I mean, I guess it looked yeah, better it was than more like Tony Iron Stark's Man one suit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you spent months on this, really? But well, I mean, she's yeah. basically she's putting also stuff together with a pile of scraps. <laughs> yeah, that's she's true. also nineteen, so that's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. Taken in the context, it was just funny, and yeah. she made up for it later, of course. Yes, yeah, once did. she got her hands on, you know, <laughs> Wakanda scraps. 
Yep. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, from there, uh, Okoye gets stripped of her title as general from the Dora Milaje, and uh, Shuri and Riri get captured by Namor. Thankfully, they don't kill Riri, thanks to Shuri looking out for her. And um, from there, uh, that's where Namor gives his backstory. He shows Shuri uh, Talokan and just kind of, you know, Shuri gets to wear that big cool suit that Patrick's going to dress up as next Halloween. If he, if he wasn't planning it. on it, he totally should. Um, and uh, yeah, so they have this kind of heart-to-heart chat. What did you guys think of uh, the introduction of to Talakan? Of, you know, where did you think this was going at this point? Now that Shuri and Namor were kind of having, they were kind of warming up to each other, I thought. So uh, where did you think this was going from here, Mark? I didn't know if they were trying to like, hook them to hook them up together right basically i totally got that i totally got that vibe i'm I'm glad shuri stepped out of it or you know snapped out of it when she realized you know dude's like ready to destroy and kill a whole bunch of people he's like let's make an alliance so we can burn it to the ground (laughs) it's like oh okay well and in i guess in namor's defense not that there's really much to you know defend there but like when he sneaks up on her and and Ramonda, she Shuri basically says that she likes to that she wants to burn the world, basically, right. and he he taps into that yeah. uh, when when they're having this conversation. She's in a very very volatile state where she just feels this violence inside of her, yeah, um, and and so which to me made sense for other things to happen, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but. Um, you know, he's trying to basically appeal to her volatile state. And thankfully she, you know, has a stronger head on her shoulders and, and thinks about the fact that like, you know, he's about to kill a whole bunch of people um, just to keep them, keep his people hidden and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's definitely an interesting scene. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, from there, uh, we get a little rescue. Uh, once they, I think they distract Namor. Am I right? The Ramonda, yeah. Ramonda calls to Namor to pretty much tell him, Hey, uh, this isn't going to work. And <laughs> while they're distracting him, uh, Nakia, I think that's how you say her name. Yeah. Nakia. Nakia. Uh, they bring her out of the woodwork. She's been working in Haiti with kids. And, mm-hmm. uh, since the blip kind of disappeared, and uh, so they reconnect with her. She goes back to her covert ways and rescues Shuri and Riri from underwater, kills a few of the mer people, the Avatar people, and uh, brings them back to Wakanda. And then, of and course, sh- and she did that without the big blue, the big huge bubble suit. Yeah, well, she's uh, got the cool Wakandan stuff. She does. She had the Wakanda submarine. Yeah, it was just a film over her face. That was enough. I mean, it's yeah. it's Wakanda film, so. <laughs> All, it's, all right. It's powerful. It's all powerful. Right. Well, you I just, mean, sure, he was pushing this suit for, you know, and, and you know. Well, I guess sure she's like three that. pounds. There's no way that she can oh be my able gosh. to move in that thing. In the flashbacks, you could see how much weight Shuri had lost. Like she was yeah. definitely, she had been doing some Tybo or some aerobics. I, don't know. <laughs> I, just, I obviously don't do any of that, so I don't know what to say. 
yeah. Uh, yeah. So from there, uh, Namor, uh, he brings some, he brings some avatar folks and they wreck shop of Wakanda and they totally like wrecked the place with like, it felt like a couple dozen people. Namor pretty much took care of everything in the air, blowing up planes, uh, eventually, you know, throwing his water balloon bombs that are very powerful water balloon bombs, I have to say, and uh, drowning uh, Ramonda after she saves Oof. Riri. That mm. was tough. Yep, uh, yeah. Her death, um, seeing like, like doing almost mirroring exactly what they did for, um, for T'Challa, the funeral, uncovering the casket. Um, what a just poignant moment, not only in that whole funeral scene, but then also the conversation between um, Mbaka, if I remember. Mbaku. Yeah, I always leave the Mbaku and Shuri. Uh, a really tough heart to heart where you can tell Shuri is broken yeah. and she's angry. Um, I felt so bad because like Civil War, her dad is dead. Yeah. Yep. This movie, true. She loses her brother and her mom. Her entire basically her entire family yeah. is dead. Right. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that's like all three movies this year. Yeah. Whether you look at Thor, he lost everybody. He goes yeah. through it through Love and Thunder. Yeah. You know, the villain of Doctor Strange, she lost everybody real and fake. Like just a lot of loss and uh dealing with the the fallout of that. It's uh it's tough. And so um from there Namor says, Hey, you know, from there he had said, You got a week, I'm coming back with my whole army and we're gonna destroy you. And that was his biggest mistake. He gave him a week to prep. And so from there we get the roll the footage, time to prep. And so montage. Yeah, a little montage, everybody getting ready, you know, Okoye getting talked into the blue. I don't know, Kit Fisto suit. I don't know what to call it. Like, it's just like buggy eyed blue suit. That's totally not a Koye whatsoever, but yep. she wore, she wore it well. Spoilers. She wears it well, uses it to fight well. Um, but yeah, so they, and then they finally are able to synthetically produce the, the heart shaped flower and mm -hmm. uh, Shuri drinks the juice, goes into the ancestral plane and runs other, runs into none other than Killmonger. What a moment this was. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. What you Everybody in the room was like, oh. Yeah. What did you think of this moment, Patrick, seeing Killmonger sitting in the seat? I was like, oh, snap. She's going to go down more of a villain path. Yeah. She's going to do the revenge. She's going to get revenge. And man, Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan, he is so good. In what a guest role. appearance. So uh, good in that role. And um, I'm so sad he's dead. I really am. He's so good. Yeah. So uh, I thought I thought this moment was, you know, he's trying to convince her. And he's like, he's like, you wanna you wanna go down my path or you wanna go down your brother's path? I think that's what it what basically what it was. Yeah, he's like I mean, you basically, wanna be noble yeah. like your brother, you wanna take care of business like you know well, you he, should. He yeah. almost said it like you wanna do this. You wanna do it my way. I know you do. You can uh -huh. deny it all you want. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, it was, so, I thought it was very, very, very awesome. One of the one of the best scenes, you know, uh, in in the movie was right here with the with them talking back and forth. I thought it was really for good. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so there she returns, and she's very disappointed. She's like, "It didn't work. Nobody showed up." 
and then she punches something and it goes through the wall and they're like oh it did work <laughs> yeah. suit up. and then <laughs> riru's like can i get one of those <laughs> yeah yeah can i drink a little bit of that <laughs> yeah get any more uh, of that <laughs> yeah and so from there she she goes to the meeting where the rest of the Wakandans have been transferring a bunch of civilians and uh, in the mountains of Mbaku's uh, kingdom. And uh, she has a little powwow with the elders and is like, hey, Black Panther's in the house. And they're like, woo, woo, let's go. You notice and, her, uh, her suit is very, very reminiscent of, of Killmonger's outfit. Like there's a lot of gold. Yeah, that's at, true. At gold I couldn't, spots. I've, I've gotten all of them mixed up with they all... You know the different suits are associated with who, but yeah, yeah. now that you say that, that's a good. That's yeah, a good. Go brand. look at Killmonger's yeah. quote unquote Black Panther suit, and then look at Shuri's outfit. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, there. yeah. So she meets with them and pretty much says, "Hey, we are taking the fight to the Mer people, the Avatar Blue Man Group. Uh, we are taking the fight to them. Let's get let's get a move on." Uh, Mbaku tries to talk her out of it. She will not listen. She's like, you better get with the program, son. We are going, taking the fight to them. So they they pretty much hatch a plan to dry him out, take him away from the ocean to weaken him. And uh, they hope that that will prevent any further bloodshed. So they get to it. They send a boat out in the middle of the ocean. The Atlantic <laughs> in the ocean. middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Is that what, is that how we're doing this? All right. Yeah, it was uh, a little baffling uh, decision made there. I mean, I get it. They're trying to, you know, like make them think they have the upper hand and which we find out by the end of the battle, they pretty much did have the upper hand. Uh, it wouldn't have taken them too much longer to destroy everyone. Um, but yeah, so they, they, the big battle happens and every, all the guns are out. Uh, Riri Williams has her iron heart suit. Is yep. that a, yes. I remembering that right? Yeah, pretty pretty sweet suit. I mean, pretty sweet for a first real crack at a suit. I have to say, yep. uh, she had like the huge like shoulder pad, uh, rocket booster things, boosters all over her rocket body, fighting Namor. Um, what 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 were some of you guys' favorite parts in the uh, the final big battle? Um, outside of you know, of course, Namor and Shuri, which we'll save that one for later. Um, any highlights for you? during the battle, Marcus. Yeah, I loved um I loved the introduction to to Ironheart here. Um I was let, I was kind of bummed that they, that they didn't let her take that suit with her. Um I know, right? We're like, "Oh, uh, yeah, we let you borrow that, but we're keeping it." Obviously, you know, she's going to get another type of suit cuz they're making a show, an Ironheart show. Um yep. so obviously she's going to get that back in some way shape or form. Um, whether it exactly looks like that, uh, I don't know, but, um, but yeah, this whole thing where they're, you know, um, they're working together, they're, um, doing all these kinds of stuff with their, their new suits and everything. And, um, it was really, really cool to see and using the, the sound wave technology to at least hold people, hold the murder people off for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is really cool, and and you could tell that like these guys have some fight in them, and they're ready to take it to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, those were the those were the major things that that I enjoyed. Pat, how about you? Any uh, notable skirmishes? I thought this whole, se- this whole scene was just weird. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. well, like when they go out to the sea, I'm like, well, they're, they're screwed. Like they're, they're, they're in the middle of the sea. There's no way for them to get, I mean, that, that ship was going like three miles an hour. There's, they're not going fast at all. They couldn't retreat there. If their sonar system, which eventually goes down, I'm like, there's, there's absolutely no way. Like they're, they are banking on Namor, you know, just like his powers being depleted from being dried out. They are yeah. banking on this because the rest of the Go. guys that are on the ship, are right, they're goners. Like yeah, if this good. plan doesn't work, they're gone. They're go dead. big or go home. They yeah. It all. So um, I thought this was like, this is the best plan you got is to go out into the middle of the ocean. Uh, Cause I think at one point they're like, they said they were going to retreat. I'm like, where are you going to go? There's no place to go. These avatar people are going to be on you um, so fast because they're so quick in, in, um, in the sea. So um and I, so I thought that was a weird decision. Also, when uh, Sherry, now she's Black Panther, um, she's doing all these like acrobatic combat. Like she's been doing this her entire life kind of thing. And I'm like, isn't she just a scientist? Like, I don't, I'm, I could not follow this at all. I'm like, does she all of a sudden have the powers like like Neo just uploaded all of her kung fu and everything inside where she's on? So I it was hard for me. I was like I'm like thinking in my head because I don't I don't watch any of the trailers. I don't know who, who was going to be uh, Black Panther. Um, and when I, when they show when they chose her, I'm like, man, like there's the door Milaje. You got people like that. You got Riri or not Riri. Um, who was uh who was the other Nakia? Nakia, yes. I was like, oh, that should, could be her, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, um, you know, like with Shuri, with her being in, I think it's, I think that was like the a right decision. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not knocking them for that decision because I thought that was really cool that she's taken over for her brother. That that was really cool. Keep it in the family, but um, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't get it. You know, like I couldn't understand how she was able to do all these things just like that it's really to me it's really not reaching that far even though she is the quote-unquote scientist she is from a family of an entire tribe of warriors like to say that she's never had any fight any sort of fight training she does her she doesn't look like she's had any fight training yeah she may not look like it but i mean yeah I, I was trying believe. to remember. I was trying to remember in the first movie. I just remember having the sonic guns, which she applied to her Black Panther suit, which was appropriate until uh, they broke. But uh, I, I could it's... not remember for the life of me if she did any fighting. I thought she just shot the little cannons, and yeah, yeah. I, I just see. don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's far fetched to assume that she's that she's never had any sort of warrior training. Yeah, it's just she she fancies herself more in the in the scientific background of things and and you know whatever skills she may have had would have been amplified by the black panther powers and i feel like too and i don't know that i i, I just kind of accepted it i was yeah. like at this point i uh, sure i believe you but uh when you think about it in the first movie i think they say that when you drank the juice uh you inherit the past ancestors like yeah. memories and understanding and so I feel like there's a degree of like she just kind of inherits the ability to fight like the Black Panther. So yeah. it is just something you just got to go with because uh, it's the magic of the purple flower, heart-shaped flower, and love. 
love wins all. So there you go, Patrick. That's your explanation. Okay. Now, I will jump off of what you say, and I can't go completely through with this thought because the very end influences this, but I thought they were going to go the direction of making Nakia uh, the Black Panther because she at some point is talking to Shuri and talking about how, like, why she didn't go to the funeral and how it was so hard for her to deal with his death because, you know, for them, he was the, their Black Panther. For them, he was a son, a brother, you know, a different thing. And then she says, to me, he was everything. And that, like, just that closeness she had to him, I thought it made sense, too, with her skills. Like, she had shown through Black Panther 1, her skills at espionage, at fighting, how she was, uh, like, all about the cause and all about protecting the people. Um, it made more sense to me, and it's mm-hmm. it still kind of does, to make Nakia the Black Panther. But mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, in honoring her brother, like you said, I accept it that Shuri is the Black Panther, and that's fine. Uh, her going through her journey of dealing with vengeance and dealing with hating Namor and all that stuff, I totally get it. But it totally went like bloop the opposite direction that I thought it was going to go. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's just it, you can tell like it's a family thing. Honestly, yeah. it's and yeah. so uh, I get that you know we find out that you know uh, T'Challa and Nakia you know have been together. Um, whoa, whoa! Spoilers. We're not yeah, there yet. Yeah. Well, um, but in any case. Um, it's still a family thing. And so to me that it just made, made the logical sense to pass it to the next family member. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. I do, but ultimately yeah. I think that was the right choice mm-hmm. because it's a family, yeah. family yeah. title. Yeah. So uh, they do capture Namor. They get him in the, the, the little, their, their little flying craft and start drying him out. He of course starts fighting back. Uh, they get into a skirmish and they crash land this uh, this little floaty ship prison to on a beach, and then they duke it out. Namor and Black Panther, Shuri, uh, and this is a pretty intense little battle. He is definitely still very powerful, even yeah. after being dried out and in the sand and in the sun. Uh, at one point, he just stabs her right through the stomach, and it's looking pretty grim. He he starts walking toward the sea, and she just you know, breaks the stick. This is always, it hurts me so bad. Sometimes they, they did the scene so well to where you just feel the pain. And, uh, she jumps in front of him and just crosses her arm Wakanda forever and just turns on the afterburners to the ship and just lights him up. And he just falls over and she looks like she's going to kill him. And instead has flashbacks of her, her brother mm-hmm. starts to, starts to also connect in her mind and her heart that the 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 journey that namor has been going through of hate and vengeance is the same journey she was going through and then she sees her mother in the ancestral plane uh, it all just happens at once it's a really powerful moment and uh she just says surrender and he surrenders what did you guys think of the final fight final resolution to the battle conflict between the namor and uh their merfolk wonder- and the wakandans I thought one or both of them were going to die at some point. Oh, yeah? Like, Did you think someone's going to die? Yeah, because like she gets stabbed through the stomach. Yeah. And then he gets fricasseed. Uh, like, I thought like when, when that ship blew up, like I thought she was taking him 
like he was going to die. I'm like, what in the world? I'm like, why are we doing that? He just gets burned really bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I mean, this was a very powerful scene and, and it made sense to me because they're both on these, on these paths of, of anger and hatred and revenge and, and they they're intersecting at this one point and they have this opportunity to break the cycle and, and sure he, sure he does that. So, yeah, I thought it was a great, great scene. Yeah. Now yeah. does, did, did she like tear off one of his ankle feathers? She, she does. does. He had four. So she, he's down to three. It might heal. Maybe they'll be able to sew it back, back on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But she I'm definitely assuming. like, yeah, she ripped it off and he was like, ah, yeah, like, that was like, yeah, I know. That I got was, your, I got your ankle of, feather. Of all the fighting. I was like, Ooh, that probably hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he can heal because when he's like at the end of the movie, he's back in Talokan and he looks fine. So obviously he's healed from his, his injuries of being burned. So yeah, it wouldn't be outside of the realm of possibility that, that, that can heal. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So from there, it's been resolved. They've made peace. Uh, Shuri told him, Hey, I'm going to protect your secret. I'm going to, we're going to protect the ocean with you. It's going to be fine. Be cool, man. Be cool. So he gives in. We're all good. Uh, And that's, you know, they bring resolution. They all have their little good job, hugs, kisses, Riri, go back to school. Uh, you know, Wakanda's can't, forever. Can't yeah, can't take the suit. Sorry about your luck. Uh, and then we get into the after credit scenes. Hold uh, on, I, have, I have a question before we oh, get it. Oh. Uh, I don't know if this was one of the after credit scenes. Maybe uh, it was. Maybe it wasn't. Isn't, so, isn't Shuri, since her, her, her mother had died, doesn't that make her queen? Isn't she supposed to be on the throne? Or if you're Black oh. Panther, you can't be on the throne and Black Panther at the same time. Sorry, you're right. That's the real end. Uh, they go to do the ceremony where they're gonna the whoever's queen or king has to prove themselves, right? Right. She's yes. supposed to be there, but she doesn't show up. Uh-huh. Instead, Mbakus shows up and says, "I challenge to yeah. be king." So I'm assuming he's so going to become like, king. Does she like step down? Like, hey, I don't want to be on the throne. I don't know if there's implications there. I'm or, not sure or what the implications are. I don't know. They'll probably explain that. I think he. Mm, yeah see i don't know that's i wondered that too and i feel like she can still be black panther and he can be king maybe yeah because it wasn't that how that it, works? was it what uh, t'challa's what was his dad's name t'challa um, t'challa what t'chaka that's right wasn't he king and black yeah. panther yeah okay yeah. so yeah. it can't so it can't happen so yeah, it's whether you can or not sure he wants to be a, yeah running it all and be black panther i right. guess but instead of going to the ceremony, she goes to Haiti and visits Nakia and yep. finally burns her uh, robe of mourning. Yep. And then it's also revealed, as Mark said, that uh, T'Challa, T'Challa and Nakia had a son six years prior. And uh, Toussaint, or it's revealed his real Wakanda name is T'Challa, appropriately. Mm-hmm. And this so, this is how we get a T'Challa Black Panther again. Again, someday. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, what'd you guys think? I thought this final scene was very reminiscent of Paul Walker. Like, just like the kid was so cute. Like, just uh, cool conversations. It was very. Cath- I found it to be very cathartic. So now, yeah. now, when you saw the boy walking down 
uh, towards Shuri. Did you think that was T'Challa's son? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, okay, they're doing this after credit scene. Why would a boy be coming down with with her? Uh, I can't remember her. I always forget her name. Nakia. Nakia. I, when when she's walking, when they're both walking down, I'm like, okay, that's that's his son. Okay, and then when they realize when they reveal that his name is T'Challa, like everybody in the theater was like, oh, no way. I'm like, oh man, I felt I thought I felt like that was like a, a given. Like I didn't. Did you? I did thought, your audiences also the, do that? It was more just. I thought it was the meaning, like the significance yeah. of passing his name down. It mm-hmm. wasn't so much like we. I didn't think it was a reveal for. Or it wasn't supposed to be. If people thought like if at that point they thought it was a reveal that he was a son, well, they'd already yeah. kind of said that. So yeah, yeah. I think was, it was more so the reveal at the name, mm, uh, what yeah. his actual name. Yeah. Was. Okay. Yeah. That was cool. Really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And from there, I think, I think that's about it. Um, they did reveal, and we didn't mention this. We didn't touch a whole lot. I kind of felt like, uh, Bilbo Baggins' role was kind of minor. He was just there to give information and, but they did reveal that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Val. Yes. Contessa. Yeah. Valentina Fontaine, director of the CIA also, who's pretty much getting together the, Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts, yeah. Uh, for the future. Um, she was married to him and she arrests him. And then he's freed by Okoye in her uh, Kate Fis- Kit Fisto blue man suit, blue tentacled suit. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that about covers it. So mm-hmm. you guys have any other final thoughts on uh, Wakanda Forever? No, I think that's, think that's about it. All right. Well, that cover it for me covers it covers it for me too. Sorry, yeah. it's a, it's after midnight for sure. Uh, as is tradition, some quick housekeeping with all the you know Andy's candies and pillows and all that GMG news you need to know. You can find us on Twitter, Twitch, Discord. You can hang out with us. Uh, just put in the uh, you know the old uh, whatever it's called uh, link tree. Yeah, thank you. One link to rule them all. I just am totally blanking. I almost fell asleep right there. <laughs> linktree.com, linktree.com slash the GMG pod. Uh, we also have merch. We got Patreon. We got 929 GMG guys. We got all that stuff. Check it out. Click it. Go to it. Do MySpace it. page. Do it. Uh, all right. Pat and Mark, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week and may God bless and guide your lives as you live as you work, and as you journey through the realm of film.